Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful. I am, as always, so excited to be spending this time with you. I'm so happy that you clicked play on today's episode. And we're going to be diving into something that I think is really important to look at that we don't check in with enough. And this is one of the things that I see getting in the way from incredible, good-hearted women, just like you, getting in the way of them being able to attract their dream relationship in a shorter amount of time. And what that is, is it all comes down to your support system, comes down to what you're consuming, who you're spending time with, energy you're allowing, energy you're giving, energy that's leaking into you, leaking away from you. There's so much energy around you and it's really important to look at your current support system and see, is this actually in alignment? Is this actually supporting you with taking you to where you want to go? Or could this be getting in the way of you actually making progress toward attracting your dream relationship? So today we are going to dive into some common signs that it's time for you to upgrade your support system. And I want to make the disclaimer. This doesn't mean cut ties, drop friends, you know, just never talk to people again. Upgrading can mean that you now are going to have a support system that could look a little different than the people who currently are in your support system. I believe that not one, one person cannot be everything for you, right? So for example, Ryan, my boyfriend, as much as he can be there to support me and love me, he can't be there in the way that a girlfriend could be where we just endlessly talk about, you know, (laughs) I mean, everything, what girls talk about. I also love him and I value our relationship enough to know that me having support outside of him is really good. So the support I have outside of him, in addition to amazing friends is I also have a mindset coach. I have a business coach. So those are two really big areas in my life where I have support outside of my romantic relationship. And I'm able to go to these people with different things. My mindset coach, I don't really go to her saying, Hey, I want to launch this program. What would you, what steps should I take? Right. I go to her when I say, Hey, I'm having this belief. I'm having this thought and I want to be able to get on the other side of this. You know, I want to release this. What do you see getting in my way? Right. Everyone has a different, I don't want to say use and people can, it is possible to have people support you in different areas of your life. And that's totally fine. Maybe you've even experienced this in some friendships. Like maybe you have a friend who, you know, that if you want to go out and have a good time, you want to try out a new restaurant, a new bar, 
there's a concert, you know, back in the day before the pandemic, when you go to a concert, a festival, it's like, that's the friend you go to, you know, she's going to be down, you know, she would book the Airbnb with you, you know, that you guys could book a trip and she's there. And that's, you know, what you love about your friendship with her. And that same friend, if something really serious was happening, or if you just really needed advice from someone you probably wouldn't go to her. You have a different friend. You have another friend who you could tell her literally anything and she's there. Okay. So it is perfectly okay and healthy to have different types of support. So today we're going to be diving into how to know if it's time for you to upgrade your support system and call new people in. I love the quote by Jim Rohn. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I believe this can go even a little deeper. Like you're the average of the five, you know, um, things that you look at every day. So if you're always on Instagram, you're only looking at, you know, gossip columns and um, reality TV and stuff like that. It's not that that's bad. I certainly have that on my explore page. I have like everything bachelor and if that was all I looked at and I only had sources of that, you know, for things to look at when I wasn't working, that would probably not feel the best to me. So I have other content. I have podcasts. I have mentors who I have paid trainings from that I listen to. I have books that I read, the exercises I do. And so my average, it kind of averages out. So let's dive into what a different dating support system would look like and when it would be time for one. So sign number one, conversations with your single friends, they include a lot of man bashing and talking badly about men in dating. So do you have friends who are single and it's like, it seems like when you guys get together, all you do is complain about guys or you exchange horror stories or you talk about why it sucks to be single or why you're going to be single forever or self-deprecation or, you know, all guys are liars, you know, all they're all F boys, you know, with these single friends how do you feel when you're over here trying to manifest your dream relationship? I know that's why you're here. I know that's why you're listening to this episode right now. When you're over here trying to call in your soulmate, the person you can spend the rest of your life with, the person who's going to see you for all you are, they're going to really see you, hold you, know you, love you, be there for you, help you take your walls down. When you're trying to call that person into your life, How does it really feel when you're in conversation with someone who is only talking about how hard it is or that at this rate, it's never going to happen or, you know, men suck or we're going to be single forever. Like, how does that feel? Is that person representing where you want to go or are they representing an area that you're actually working to release and let go of and step away from? Okay, so that is the first sign. The second sign of needing a new support system. These, the people who are in your current support system, they tell you that you need to change something in order to be able to be in a relationship. 
So they te- these are the people who tell you that you're single because you're too picky. You're too picky or you come off as unapproachable or, you know, you don't, you're not good at showing you're interested or your standards are like way too high. Like you're asking for way too much. So that may have been the case for them, that person. And they're not a bad person. They could be well-meaning. That may have been what was true for them. Right. They may have told themselves, I'm being too picky. I need to make it work with this guy in front of me. And that's who they married. Or maybe they cut back on standards that they had. They thought, well, you know, this is as close to, you know, a full package I can get. This, this will do. The things people say to you, they say to themselves. So I guarantee if someone has told you, oh, you know, you're just, you're too, you're too picky. That's why you're single. They've told themselves that they were too picky. If you have a belief that you're too picky and you really believe that, and then you end up, you know, settling on anything. And that could be like bed sheets you wanted, a boyfriend, your dream apartment. You believe you're too picky. What are you going to do next? You're going to settle. And when you settle, when you compromise something that's really important to you, something that you really want, and you tell yourself you can't have this, it's a really sad feeling. Okay, so that is something I feel very passionately about is that, you know, you are not too picky. Do I believe that women at times, you know, try to block great men out unconsciously or they have walls up around their hearts because they've been hurt. Yes, absolutely. In fact, that's most women who I work with, they've been really hurt. They're scared of getting hurt again. So sometimes they actually don't give anyone the chance to actually get there with them. They don't give someone the chance to, you know, go on a second date with them. They will create red flags. They will, um, you know, like, sabotage the guy will be messaging them they'll drop the ball and not get back to him for two days because at the end of the day she's really nervous and she doesn't want to get hurt again or she believes that no this is too good to be true okay so that is sign number two if you're told that you need to change something about yourself okay number three You don't have one person who you can go to for advice and you trust their advice. So the type of people you should take advice from are the people who you like their results. You want what they have and you would trade places with them. You always want to consider the source you're getting advice from. So if you have a friend who you know, she has been single for a long time. She doesn't believe in working on herself. She's constantly blaming, you know, her city or the pandemic or the men around her. And she's trying to tell you, here's how you do it. Here's how you date. You know, here's the strategy. Why would you listen to that? If she doesn't have what you want, why would you listen to that? This was a really big breakthrough for me when I really went on my personal development journey and I started investing in hiring coaches and purchasing courses from these people, leaders who I really respected, I knew what results they had. If I wanted to create financial success through a coaching business, 
I found people who were doing it and doing it well. And I knew for a fact, okay, they have the things they say they do. Before that, I just kind of listened to whatever felt good. But then subconsciously, I would know, I'd be like, no, that doesn't feel like good. I don't want to do that. Let me ask another person. So then I would end up surveying like four people tell them the same scenario that was happening and then get four pieces of advice from people who weren't, you know, completely invested, who I didn't completely respect. But I was like, what are, what, what are people saying? I had no trust in myself essentially. And I didn't have one person I could go to who I knew, okay, I can really trust them. And whatever advice they give me, whatever direction they point me in, I trust them because they have what I want. So if you don't have that person or you feel like the person you get advice from, it's good, but you're like, uh, she's kind of out of touch. Like she's been married for 12 years or, you know, she gives advice about, you know, just walking right up to the guy and saying hi. And that doesn't feel good to me. But I mean, at the same time, like she is married. So maybe she knows something I don't know. You get to feel aligned. You get to have somebody, multiple people in your life who it's not that you just blindly follow what they say. I mean, a good coach, a good leader, they will give you things to think about and then you form a conclusion on your own. So what I love doing when clients come to me and they ask me what I think, I oftentimes turn it back on them. I'm like, well, how does that make you feel? Well, okay, so it doesn't sound like you want this. So what do you actually want? Okay, so that belief, it's probably not getting you to where you want to be. So what would you rather believe? What's getting in the way of you having that? And then they get to be in ownership of their experience and find something that feels good. Of course, I guide. I don't just say, but it's not like I don't do anything. And the answers that you create yourself are going to be the ones that change your life. It's about having the good questions, the right questions asked. Okay. So that was number three. If you don't have at least one person who you trust, who you believe is a credible source (laughs) for advice, for guidance, that is a sign. It's time to upgrade your support system. Number four, this is a big one. So you feel like people feel sorry for you. Okay. If you are in a group where you're the only single friend and you feel like you're the one who people are like, Oh, but poor Valerie, like what? Oh, she's going to have to be in the hotel room by herself. Cause you know, on this trip we're going to, she doesn't have a man. So what about her? Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, let me try to set Valerie up with someone or, Oh, she's going to be alone. That is the worst feeling in the world. If you feel like people feel sorry for you or think something's wrong with you because you're single or they make up that because you're single, you're not happy or you're miserable or they're happier than you. And therefore they need to try to fix it and set you up with all these random people. And that does not feel good. I don't feel sorry for any of my clients. Okay. So have my clients gone through things that are, traumatic and I have empathy. Of course, of course, we're not talking about empathy here. I don't feel sorry for my clients because 
I have so much respect for my clients by the time someone gets to the point where they're ready to invest in themselves, they're ready to say, you know, I've had enough. They're ready to say, you know, I deserve a support system. I deserve to be guided. I'm not, I'm not available to try to figure this out on my own and you know, have anxiety on my own. Like I'm ready and I'm worthy of being supported. And then I empower them from that point on. So you don't get to be in a situation where people are feeling sorry for you. Like there's something wrong with you, or it's such a misfortune that you're single and you're the only single person and people are aware, you know, and that's the thing. Okay. So I'm not saying that you have crappy people in your life. If someone feels sorry for you, you can be very well-meaning people. And that's not what you need. You, you need empowerment. You need to feel heard and seen You need someone to support you and guide you in being able to let go of what's been in the way. Nobody needs to feel sympathetic for you. They can feel empathetic and they get to really empower you. So again, the signs that it's time to upgrade your support system. Conversations with single friends, they include man bashing, negativity, self-deprecation, things that don't feel good. Number two, you are told that you need to change something about yourself. So someone's telling you, you're too picky, you're too this, you're too that, where you feel like you're doing something wrong. Number three, you don't have one person you can go to for advice that you really trust and respect. And number four, you feel like people feel sorry for you. And this is what I want to say to you. You are worthy of having an incredible support system. You are not alone in what you're going through. Maybe in your immediate reality, you actually are the only single girl at work or in your friend group. And you are not alone. There are so many women who know exactly what it feels like to be you. They know exactly what it feels like to watch other people step into their dream relationship and you're not there yet. They know exactly what it feels like to have fears getting in the way. They know what it feels like to go on a date and have fun on the date and then freak out for three days because you don't hear from the guy. They know what it feels like to feel rejected and have to move through that and still show up. And I say all this to say, you deserve to be held and supported and guided and loved. And that is exactly why I created Fall in Love, my 12-week group coaching experience experience for single women just like you who are ready to receive support. They're done doing this alone. They're done spinning their wheels, trying to figure it out on their own. They're ready. They're like, this is my time. And so instead of Fall in Love, over three months, we go all in. So the first phase of the program, it's all about letting go, identifying what's keeping you stuck, releasing it. Next is all about stepping into possibility, getting really clear on what you want. And then phase three, it's all about embodiment and confidence and how to move forward in dating. So you can expect to release a crap ton of things and create the space to feel love, to feel aligned, to finally attract your dream partner. And because this is a group coaching experience, there are other women in there who are ready to be in community with you and move 
forward with you. They are like-minded. And of course, I'm there with you the whole time. So the doors are closing very, very soon to apply to fall in love. The reason it's application-based is because this is a very intimate group setting. And it takes a special type of woman to join this group. So I want to make sure that you feel completely safe when you're inside of fall in love. And that is why I handpick every single woman who joins and comes into the space. So I cannot wait to work with you and support you. If anything in this episode has felt aligned, you are curious and you want more. I want you to click the link in the show notes, learn more about fall in love. And if you are feeling any type of nudge, I want you to hit that apply button, fill out an application because I would love to do this with you. I would love for 2021 to be the year you finally attract your dream partner. And the only way that can happen, the only way I can give you all the tools I have is if you meet me halfway and you show up and ask for the tools. I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will be seeing you again so soon. Love you so much. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. Thank you.